What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, 10 Things You Must Give Up to Get Yourself Back on Track. If you want to grow and move on to better things, you have to give up the things that hold you back. Recently, Angel and I received a new thank you email from a longtime reader and coaching client named Kevin. And we're talking about him today with his full consent. He said that our books and our coaching sessions helped him and his wife, Laura, maintain a positive, intentional mindset as they struggled and grew through one of the most difficult periods in their recent lives. Certain sections of his email moved Angel and I to tears, literally. Here's one of those sections. As you know, after injuring my back, losing my job because of it, being evicted from our apartment, moving in with Laura's parents, nursing my five-year-old through a nearly fatal bout of strep throat, I was stuck in a tragic rut for a long, long time, and I was sitting on the front porch of my in-law's house feeling sorry for myself yet again when my old college buddy called me crying and said, Melissa, my baby girl just died in a car wreck. And suddenly, I felt like the lucky one. Kevin then went on to say, It was the shock of my friend's tragic loss that motivated me to review four pages of notes I had previously taken from both your book and your most recent coaching sessions. And this time your wisdom really sunk in. Suddenly a light bulb illuminated in my mind and I literally changed my entire outlook from negative to positive. I suddenly realized there were people who needed me to get back up and infinite reasons and ways to do my very best with what I had. So I started giving up all the negative things I was thinking and doing that had been holding me back. And then I took a bold step forward and another and another. And it's been almost a year now and I'm happy to say you guys were right. If you can relate to Kevin's situation in any way and you're ready to move forward, Angel and I want to remind you today is the first day of your life. The road ahead is wide open and you can get yourself back on track. But first, you just have to do a few things. One, give up pretending that you have to be who you used to be. When times get tough, our worst battle is often between what we remember and what we presently feel. Thus, one of the hardest decisions you will ever have to make is when to stay put and struggle harder or when to take your memories and move on. Sometimes you have to step outside of the person you've been and remember the person you were meant to be, the person you are capable of being, and the person you truly are today. Number two. Give up berating yourself for everything you're not. Being kind to yourself in thoughts, words, and actions is as important as being kind to others. Extend yourself this courtesy. Love yourself, your real self. Work through your fears, your insecurities, and your anger. Instead of hurting yourself by hiding from your problems, help yourself grow beyond them. That's what self-care is all about. It's about facing the inner issues that make you believe that you are less than you are. It's learning to see that you are beautiful, not because you're blind to your shortcomings, but because you know that they are there to balance out your strengths. Three, give up regretting and holding on to what happened in the past. 
When you stay stuck in regret of the life you think you should have had, you end up missing the beauty of what you do have. Not all the puzzle pieces of life will seem to fit together at first, but in time, you'll realize they do perfectly. So thank the things that didn't work out because they just made room for the things that will. And thank the ones who walked away from you because they just made room for the ones who won't. As they say, every new beginning comes from another beginning's end. Four, give up getting caught up in the negativity surrounding you. To be positive in negative times is not just foolish optimism. It is based on the fact that human history is a history not only of tragedy, but also of success, sacrifice, courage, kindness, and growth. What we choose to emphasize in this complex history will determine how well we live. If we look only for the worst, it destroys our capacity to do our best work. If we remember those times and places, and there are many, in which people have behaved magnificently and things have gone well, this gives us energy to act and at least see the possibility of sending this spinning world in a different direction. And if we do act in however small a way, we don't have to sit around and wait for some grandiose and perfect future. The future is an infinite succession of presence, and to live right now as we think we should live in defiance of all the negativity around us is in, in itself an amazing victory. Five, give up thinking that everyone else has it so much easier than you. When times get really tough, remember this simple truth. Nothing that's worthwhile is ever easy. And when you're struggling with something that's important to you and you feel like your life isn't fair, look at all the people around you and realize that every single person you see is struggling with something. And to them, it's just as hard as what you're going through. Six, give up wanting to be where others are in life. Stop comparing where you're at with where everybody else is. It doesn't move you farther ahead, improve your situation, or help you find happiness. It just fuels feelings of inadequacy and shame and ultimately keeps you stuck. The truth is, there is no one correct path in life. A path that's right for someone else won't necessarily be a path that's right for you. And that's okay. Your journey isn't right or wrong or good or bad. It's just different. Your life isn't meant to look exactly like everyone else's because you aren't exactly like everyone else. You're a person all your own with unique goals, obstacles, dreams, and needs. So stop comparing and start living. You may not always end up where you intended to go, but you will eventually arrive precisely where you need to be. Trust that you are in the right place at the right time, right now, and trust yourself to make the best of it. Seven, give up letting the judgments of strangers control you. People know your name, not your story. They've heard what you've done, but don't understand what you've been through. So take their opinions of you with a grain of salt. In the end, it's not what others think, it's what you think about yourself that counts. Sometimes you have to do exactly what's right for you in your life without giving a darn what your life looks like to everyone who doesn't even know you. Eight, give up letting toxic relationships bring you down on a daily basis. Not all toxic relationships are agonizing and uncaring on purpose. Some of them involve people who care about you, people who have good intentions, but are toxic because their needs and way of existing in the world force you to compromise yourself and your happiness. 
They aren't inherently bad people, but they aren't the right people to be spending time with every single day. And as hard as it is, we have to distance ourselves enough to give ourselves space to live. You simply can't ruin yourself on a daily basis for the sake of someone else. You have to make your own well-being a priority, whether that means breaking up with someone or loving a family member perhaps from a distance, letting go of a friend, or removing yourself from a social situation that just feels painful. You have every right to leave and create some healthy space for yourself. That's what boundaries are all about, and that is a very important practice. Nine, give up overthinking and worrying about everything. When your fears and anxieties have you looking too deep into things, it creates problems and doesn't fix them. If you think and you think and you think, you will think yourself right out of happiness a thousand times over and never once into it. Worrying doesn't take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace and potential. And life is too short for that. 10. Give up believing that you aren't strong enough to take another step forward. It's always possible to go on, no matter how impossible it seems. In time, the grief and the lessons may not go away completely, but after a while, it's not going to be so overwhelming. So breathe as often as you can. You're going to be okay. Remember that you've been in this place before on some level. You've been this uncomfortable and restless and afraid, and you've survived. Take another breath and know that you can survive this time too. These feelings can't break you. They're painful and draining, but you can sit with them and eventually they will pass. Maybe not immediately, but sometime soon they're going to fade. And when they do, you'll look back at this time and find at least some gratitude for not having doubted yourself and your resilience. I want to emphasize this final point just a bit more. Truth is, you have to know that you are strong enough to take another step forward every single day. Feeling otherwise is just that, a feeling, not a fact. So if you only take one point away from this episode, let it be this. The first and worst place we lose our footing is in our own heads. If you think it's permanent, then it's permanent. If you think you're broken, then you are. If you think you've reached your limits, then you have. If you think you'll never heal and grow, then you won't. You have to change your mind. You need to see everything that's holding you back, every obstacle and every limitation as only temporary. Because that's the truth. Everything in life is temporary. Yeah. I mean, our minds are such powerful tools. And, you know, they, they work for us and they work against us. You know, so much of what we have to give up to get ahead in life is what we're thinking about ourselves, what we, you know, what we believe are our um, limits, um, what we believe is the problem, right? Like 90% of the problem is like in our head, right? The problem is our thinking of the problem. The problem is, is us overthinking the problem. You know, a, you know, Angel, I've mentioned this on previous episodes, but like just challenging the thoughts, you know, I, I have something that's troubling me. It's about somebody, it's about a circumstance, it's about whatever. And when we say like, what else could this mean? You know, like, can I tune into what's really stopping me from, from, from feeling good, from what's stopping me from moving forward? And if I can really tune into what that specific thought is, can I challenge it? Can I look at it and go, is this the whole truth? Is this really the whole truth about my circumstance or this person or whatever it is? Who am I with this thought in my head? You know, what else would I see about my life and about this person without this thought? And what else could this mean? 
You know, this, this thing that I'm seeing and experiencing, like what else besides, you know, my initial snap judgment on this, like what else could this mean? Um, though, like that, that kind of perspective helps you step through, right? It helps you let go of some of those thoughts that are holding you back, right? They're weighing you down. Yeah. Our thoughts get the best of us. I mean, just recently, you know, with, with school starting back up, I'm homeschooling Mac. And all, all of a sudden, as I'm organizing, you know, the curriculums and the subjects, I all of a sudden just started crying because I was feeling overwhelmed, right? I was like, who am I to be responsible for his education? I can't do this. Right. And just all of these thoughts were going through my mind. And it's not to say, that I'm a bad person because I had those thoughts, right? It, it's okay to have these thoughts sometimes, but you don't want to attach to them, right? So I had my moment, right? And, and then like Mark said, you know, what else could this mean? What is the opposite of the thought? Like I am the perfect person to train my son at this time in our life. Like, yeah. thinking, And you're doing an amazing yeah, job at just it, Just right? thinking the opposite though can make a world of difference in finding some truth that supports that. Yeah. Again, perspective is everything. The goal is not to have all the answers, but the goal is to be asking yourself the right questions on a daily basis to be challenging those default patterns of thinking that you just naturally have. You're not wrong for feeling what you're feeling. You're not wrong for thinking what you're thinking. You're not wrong for holding on to things long after it's time to let go. These are natural human tendencies that we have, but we are given an opportunity to challenge that, right? We're not wrong for feeling what we're feeling or thinking what we're thinking, but we need to give ourselves the grace to say, okay, like I don't need to, I don't need to sit heavy with this. Like I need to be able to look at this from different angles. By doing so, I'm giving myself the ability to look at the full map so that I can properly navigate it, right? If I'm if I've got tunnel vision on one little part of the map, how can I possibly know where I'm going? I can't. I have to bring my perspective out. I have to see the whole map. I have, it doesn't mean that my my initial snap judgment is wrong, but it means there's more to the whole story, the whole map than 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 that. And and that's a lot of letting go. It's just being able to see everything for what it's worth, you know, so that you can choose to put back on your plate what actually belongs there and let go of the weight that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for letting us be on this journey with you and letting us help you get back on track. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Live better.